Welcome to Manufacturing Happy Hour, the podcast where we get real about the latest trends and technologies impacting modern manufacturers. Manufacturing Happy Hour. Each week, we interview industry experts that are at the top of their craft and give you the tools, tactics and strategies you need to take your career and your business to the next level. And now your host, Chris Lukey. What's up, folks? Happy to have you here. Welcome to this week's episode and our first ever bonus episode of the podcast. Being that it's the first ever bonus episode, I want to set a little precedence for what's going to take place today. And this is something that I've been thinking about for a while. As someone that goes to a lot of industry trade shows and industry events, and quite frankly on the show itself where I start every episode saying, hey, here are three things you're going to get from today's show, I've been toying with the idea for a while of doing a bonus episode every once in a while or maybe on Fridays or things like that called Three Quick Things where I highlight three actionable tips or three trends that we're seeing in the industry that's just a really quick hit type episode that you, the listener, can capitalize on. So first of all, I'd love to get your thoughts on that because we could go so many different directions in this. We could do an episode on three recent trends in big data. We could do like a trade show recap or something like that, like three things that came out of Hanover Fair this year. Or we could even make it more people-oriented where it's like three things that you can do to recruit millennial talent. I'm just spitballing here, but after this episode's over, I'd love to get your opinions on what you thought and what you might want to hear more of. With that said, I also look at this as kind of an opportunity to reflect on some of the episodes that we've already done so far. So without further ado, the premise for today's episode is three actions manufacturing leaders can take in 2020. The year is winding down as I'm recording this episode, and looking back on the past eight episodes we've done so far, I was doing a little brainstorming exercise just to try to pick up on what some of the common themes were throughout all eight of the episodes, and I did narrow it down to three, and rather than spoil it all for you up on the front end like I usually do, this is going to be a quick episode, so I'm just going to take it one by one. The first thing that really jumped to mind was technology. Obviously, this is a technology podcast in the manufacturing space, so we're going to cover that. And if I look back, some of the things that really stood out were in Episode 5, where Michael Cromachy, who's running SteamChain.io, is talking about the new model of business uh, called Machine as a Service, where they're literally leveraging blockchain technology to share data between end users and equipment manufacturers and continue an ongoing relationship that's profitable for both parties and allows them to continue to optimize. Whew, that was a long uh, buzzword heavy type explanation. But nevertheless, you're seeing new models of business thanks to blockchain technology. Then in the episode after that, where we talked to Joe Carson, Joe really highlighted how he's excited about legacy control system migrations, which if you haven't listened to that episode or you don't remember, not only is he replacing obsolete equipment that manufacturers have had in their facilities for over, let's say, 20 years in some cases, he's also adding capabilities that allow them to get more data and make quicker decisions about their process. Then finally, another thing that stuck out was in episode seven when Tom Gaudet from PTC was talking about the number of pilot projects that are taking place within industry right now. And some, I think, ridiculous stat where it's about 90% of facilities that have done this know there's a return on investment, but they're not taking advantage of connected Internet of Things technologies that would allow them to take their enterprise or an individual plant to a next level. 
So if I look at all of these things, there's a common thread in that you need to be willing to take a little bit of risk to get a lot of value out of your process. And I think Z. Holly from episode two talks about how manufacturers, in order to adopt more of an entrepreneurial mindset, need to be more iterative. So that risk doesn't necessarily need to be a big thing that you bite off all at once. You can try new things, just like, again, Michael Cromachy and their machine as a service model. You don't have to switch to paying for a piece of equipment over time based on like more of an annuity basis. You can pay for half of it up front and then pay for half of it on a performance basis. There are ways to wean in to new technology. But technology aside, my first point from this episode is having a vision. The biggest thing with any technology, if you want to enable it, you know, technology is great, but you need to know why you're doing it. Why do you want to have more information in your plant? Why do you want to move something from your CapEx budget to your OpEx budget? Figure out what the big vision for your team or your plant or your company or just your department is for the upcoming year and work backwards, leveraging new technologies to get to that goal. That's thing number one. Thing number two, another trend I was noticing. Episode one, Dan Voigt talked a lot about company culture. In episode four, we talked to Dr. Chris Rapella at Marquette University about getting the next generation into the manufacturing industry to help lead the industry forward. And then most recently, when we talked to Anna Kraft from Xena Workwear, she had a lot of focus around women in STEM. And if I look at all three of these topics, these are all people-related. People is one of the biggest things about manufacturing, and you've probably heard it before, and you're going to hear it again now. You can have the best technology in the world, but if you don't have the right people leading those processes and leading your teams, you will not get anywhere. So whether we're talking about inspiring women in STEM, inspiring the next generation, I am going to take the cue on this call to action from Dan Voigt from episode one. One of the things he mentioned during that episode was that in order to be a great leader and to build a culture, you need to consistently model the behaviors you want to see. And this is something that I'm trying to do as well. Everything I'm mentioning in this episode are things that I'm going to be doing in 2020. So not only have I set a vision for what I want manufacturing happy hour to look like and grow to in the upcoming year, but when it comes to the behaviors that I want to model, that goes back to not only myself, but also the customers that I call on. I'm an account manager. I work with customers in the manufacturing sector. And if I hold myself to a high standard and hold them to a high standard, whether we're in a meeting or embarking on a project, that is infectious. And that sets the tone of the type of work that we're trying to do. I'm sure you've had a salesperson come in that's maybe a little unkept, a little lazy in their approach. You never want to be that person. So that's kind of a personal story from my standpoint. I need to hold myself accountable and hold myself to a standard in front of my customers that I want my customers to mirror in return. And whether you're leading a team or a company, I'd highly recommend taking the approach of consistently modeling those behaviors you want to see. This is a long-term thing. It's nothing that's going to change overnight. And that's the same thing that I'm going to bring up for our third point. Looking at a few more common threads from the past episodes, in episode two, Z. Holly, the creator of TEDx and a big advocate for the makerspace in L.A., she talked about how having an ecosystem is very important if you want to be able to have that supply chain to make a product locally. Somewhat on the flip side, when we got to episode three, where we were talking about 
growing manufacturing in transitioning economies. We talked about the importance of having funding for manufacturing, not only from private investment, but also public investment, making sure you have that ecosystem there. And a big part of ecosystem is really just a fancy word for having a manufacturing community. So community is the big number three word, but I'm going to take the cue from Z Holly on this one, where she talked about what she did when she created a innovation space at MIT where they were trying to help people create their own companies. They brought in what she referred to as a lot of catalysts or mentors, people that had started companies previously. And I think this is a big one because when it comes to advancing your career, when it comes to creating a new product line or improving your business processes, I always like surrounding myself with the people that have done this before. And my suggestion for point number three is to meet your mentors in 2020. Find people that are already doing the things that you want to do in the manufacturing industry, whether that's marketing related, whether that's product related, whether that's manufacturing related, whether that's leadership related. Find the people that are already doing what you want out in the field and build a relationship with them, be clear on their goals and find out one, how you might be able to help them. Is there something that you can do that helps out your potential mentor? And then also learn from their mistakes, learn from the things they've done as well in this space. Anything that I'm looking to do in the manufacturing space right now, or I should say the media space, there are people that are already doing this outside of manufacturing in pretty much I shouldn't say every other industry, but there are a lot of other industries where people have already taken the podcasting and video approach, and those are the people I'm tapping on the shoulder to understand how I can grow my business. And I'd love to see plenty of you do the same thing when it comes to growing your own teams, brands, whatever it may be. So let's do a quick recap. Number one, set a vision for yourself, your department, and your company. Whether that's implementing new technology or growing your business, know what the main goal is and work backwards from there, especially in the case of implementing some new innovative tech that's out there in the field. Second, model the behaviors you want to see, whether that's the way you call on customers or whether that's the team that you're leading. That is the best way to set culture and inspire your people to jump on board with your vision. Then finally, it comes down to community. Meet your mentors. Take a long-term perspective to this one because I'd meet a lot of people in the manufacturing industry that have a very transactional approach that are worried about the next project, worry about hitting numbers for this quarter. But really look at how you want to grow your business, grow yourself, whatever it is, and find the people that have already done that out there. And that's all I've got for this week. Those are three actions manufacturing leaders can take in 2020. I'd be interested to get your feedback on this episode. This is something new. I don't know if we're going to do it too terribly frequently, but if there are ways to refine it or ways to change it up altogether, I'd love to find more ways to connect with you guys and give you the content that you're looking for. Before we wrap up, I want to thank our sponsor for the podcast, Audible. Audible is the largest electronic library of ebooks, and I shouldn't say ebooks, but audiobooks and spoken word entertainment. And because you listen to this show, you can uh, sign up for a free month long trial. You get a free audiobook that way by going to audibletrial.com slash happy hour pod. I'm traveling right now as we record this episode, so that is the way I'm continuing to keep up with books while I'm on the road. Whatever way you want to do it, whether that's on the car, in the plane, or just outside relaxing, having a beer, Audible is the spot to do it. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash happyhourpod to claim your free audiobook. If you're digging the show, please consider leaving a five-star rating and review at manufacturinghappyhour.com slash iTunes. That'll take you to Apple Podcasts on your computer or on your smartphone. 
those ratings and reviews really help put the show on the map. And with that, get ready for another full-length episode. Thanks for sticking around for our first ever bonus episode, Three Quick Things. We look forward to catching you again here next time. Stay innovative, stay thirsty. Thanks for listening to Manufacturing Happy Hour. Powered by the Industrial Network.